Hey, 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 welcome back, guys, to Mastering You, the Lifestyle Performance Podcast. Hope you've been having a great week and hope you're ready for another mastery episode. So, today, I have one awesome episode with you a great conversation with a Gunther Mueller. So, Gunther is an optimal physical and mental health strategist, and he has spent the last decade working with closely with 300 medical professionals in a variety of specialities, assisting them in bringing life-changing therapies to their patients and helping them feel younger, healthier and vibrant again. And in today's episode, Gunther actually takes us through his five-step revolutionary magnetic mind method um, that's really taken the personal development movement by storm. So you're going to want to um, make notes of this five-step method. And what it does is it helps his clients learn how to turn thoughts into things. So if you've listened to some of the past episodes around kind of law of attraction, you know, and you know, thinking and turning your thoughts into realities, then you're going to really like this. Um, Gunther calls this conscious creators. That's what he helps his clients become his conscious creators so that they can live a life they absolutely love. So absolutely well in alignment with this episode and this show of Mastering You. Hope you enjoy this one, guys. Gunther Mueller. All right, we're live, Gunther. Gunther Mueller, how are you today? I'm doing amazing, Matt. Thank you so much for having me on Mastering You. Appreciate being here. It's an absolute pleasure. We had a, a quick chit chat just before we started. And one of the things that I said to you is, is just how in alignment all, all of your um, work is and, and what you're working on and past and everything is. I'm really excited to have this conversation. Um, what, what I'd like to do, I mean, is, is what normally we, we would just start with a little bit of a background about what took you from sort of where you are today to well, well in the back in the past to where you are today I guess what well, you can give us a bit, a bit of a background yeah. I guess yeah so I you know I grew up typical middle class like a lot of people did I grew up in New York City spent the first 18 years of my life there then I went out to Colorado in America here to uh, do some skiing I'm a big skier and spent about 30 years in Colorado I'm in northern Arizona now and uh, I've been in many different things, you know, did the regular thing, went to college, you know, got good grades and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I've been in food distribution, restaurants, solar, coffee, and the last 10 years in the medical space. So the way I would characterize myself, I've always have been this entrepreneurial truth seeker. You know, I've always okay. been looking for the secret sauce. Yeah. And so been involved in the personal development movement. I do some training for one of Tony Robbins's companies, work with Dean Graciosi. So I've worked with a lot of, you know, powerful people. And, you know, the main thing that I realized and why I'm such a proponent of the magnetic mind method now is because I really think it's a revolution in the personal development space where, you know, we're not broken and there's nothing to fix and we can absolutely create a life that we love so my background really has been you know three decades of trying to find the answer to having it all to having and a is life that, is that your sort of key message today that you sort yeah, of with your work like, and with the magnetic mind that's what you want to get out we're not broken 
yeah, we're not broken and there's nothing to fix. And when we learn how to become super conscious, we can create a life that we truly love in all aspects of life. And so there's like money, there's love and relationships, there's health. Those are pretty much the three buckets that all human desire falls into. And I, you know, I sum up the human experience pretty much like we're trying to avoid pain and we seek pleasure. And most of our energy is put into avoiding pain. But the truth about the quantum physical world is that whatever you focus on grows. So if you focus on not wanting something, guess what gets bigger? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The thing you're focusing on, right? Yeah. So the whole thing about what I have to share with your audience today is we need to get out of the problem solving reality and move into the creative stance. Interesting. We, we are amazing, powerful people. All of us are. We've just forgotten who we are. We have forgotten our connection to the infinite. And 40 years of quantum physical research and science now shows us that there is an infinite field of possibility. And as human beings, we just need to tap into that infinite field, that infinite resource. And that's what I mean about becoming super conscious. Yeah, well, su super consciousness and your, you know, your system for achieving that, that that's, we'll, we'll go down that road and that's going to probably take, take us a little deeper than, than maybe sometimes our, our listeners are used to, but I think they'll be really up for that. Um, I think it's probably worth just quickly explaining because one of the things that I, I sort of did a re bit of research on yourself and what you're talking about a lot of is is how far away we are from what is is the mainstream on offer for us to improve our health these days and and how disconnected we've sort of become from what we really need can mm -hmm. you just talk to that a little bit yeah so the last 10 years you know i've worked with over 300 physicians really focused on the root cause of optimal health and so we can say you know optimal physical health optimal mental health optimal emotional health spiritual health all of those aspects, you know, what is the root cause of our pain? What's the root cause of our suffering? And so when we talk about physical health, you know, the biological system that we have, there are root causes. Unfortunately, our pharmaceutical industry and the allopathic medicine model is focused on just treating the symptoms. You know, here, there's a pill for every ill. So when we don't feel good, there's something not right. We go to the doctor, we get a pill, and then we get some side effects and we need another pill and we need another pill. The truth is that you are the drug, okay? You are your own best drug. And I like to say, you know, every time we're looking for something and we search outside of ourselves, we're not going to find what we're looking for. Everything that we seek, we already possess, and that's the idea of really becoming super conscious and health in everything, the, the infinite field of possibility. It's about our focus. It's about our intention. It's about our energy. And, if, you know, we shared earlier, Greg Braden's work, Joe Dispenza's work, Bruce Lipton's work, the epigenetics, the neuroplasticity of the brain, all of these things are really coming together. And what I have to share is just a practical way to apply all of that knowledge. Yeah. And isn't it interesting how all of this new science is that what, what maybe once upon a time thought upon as 
maybe a little bit out there, a little bit kind of almost to use the term woo woo is now being proven. Um, but at the same time, we're constantly from the mainstream media talk, talk about listening to the, the science and the science is also meant to be telling us about all of these drugs and, and jabs and, and things that we're meant to be also taking. So, you know, it's, it's almost like there's these two conflicting worlds going on at the same time. Well, I, I always like to say in medicine, if you want to know the truth in medicine, follow the money. All right. Mm. Unfortunately, we have these forces in our world, greed, lust, you know, things like that. And so there's, you know, billions and billions of dollars worth of profit tied to drugs. And so, of course, the science is going to tell you that you need the latest drug. The latest Depends medicine. on the science that you're what looking at, right? Exactly. <laughs> Does the science make money or not? <laughs> exactly. So the, the, the main science I want to share, they did an experiment in 2001, and the quantum physicists have found out that a quantum particle does not even exist until the observer has the intention to observe it. Wow. That's incredible. Okay. Mm. Isn't that incredible? That is that, incredible. And, and that, is, that is manifestation, right? If your intention to observe something creates the thing to appear, you've just manifested the thing. Mm. And so if you can do that with a photon or you can do that with a quark or a quantum physical particle, why can't you do that for whatever else you would love to create? And it's so good to hear that because we've had so many, we have had a number of podcasts. We've had authors of the law of attraction and a number of podcasts around that subject. But to actually hear studies like that, showing data like that, you know, it's not just a strategy setting intentions for your day or for your week ahead or for your life. But actually, this this has real science to back up the the implications. It's not just you know shooting for the stars and and it's all gonna you know you're gonna win the lottery. This is actual real stuff we're talking about here. Yeah, and and, and nobody you know things evolve, right? So law of attraction is great. The secret is great. You know, positive mental attitude is great. Affirmations is great. Things evolve, right? So what I'm talking to you now, I think we shared earlier. You know, we all have a subconscious mind and there's a program running in it, kind of like Windows 10 runs our laptops, right? And our mm. desktops. We don't know how Windows 10 works. All we know is we turn the power switch on and the thing boots up and we use our computer. But there's a whole big program running. And every once in a while, they send down an update, right? And you hit, yep, update. And okay, the program restart the computer. And now it's running differently on a different program. That's what we really need to do. We need to recode the subconscious programming that we have created over a lifetime. So our entire life, we have been creating our identity and our identity determines the reality. That's a heavy statement right there. Mm. So it's, it's our identity. And some of, the, some of the sabotaging identities that we carry around, all humans do, everybody has aspects. I'm going to share the top six with you. The top six sabotaging identities that have been developed over a lifetime is things like i'm not good enough i'm not worthy i'm not capable i'm insignificant i'm not perfect i don't belong and there's tentacles that come off of those but we all carry a little bit of that around so when we carry that in our identity we actually manifest a reality that is congruent to that identity 
And so the, the secret to having what we want is shifting the identity so that it becomes congruent with the desired reality. Nice, nice. That uh, I just re-listened to Atomic Habits by James Clear and, and you know, his reminder was, was really good about developing habits and instead of focusing on the outcome, focusing on the person that you need to become in order for that habit to be part of your life. And that yes. kind of lends itself to what you're saying there. It's, it's, it's yeah. not about chasing the big goal, but, but who, who do I need to become to achieve that habit on a regular basis? You're exactly right, Matt. And the way we say it is we need to be it in order to see it. We need to be it. And a lot of the personal development movement has been like, well, you know, we need to see it in order to be it. It's exactly the opposite. We actually need to become it and be it in order to see it. And that is what the law of attraction is. Unfortunately, the law of attraction left out a key piece, which was action. You know, a lot of people thought watching The Secret and watching The Law of Attraction, you're going to sit on your couch in the living room and some stuff's going to show up just because mm. you have a positive mental attitude and you're thinking good thoughts. No, we have to be in aligned action with our true choices. That's the fifth step of the five-step magnetic mind method is aligned, obvious action. We have to be in momentum. We have to be moving towards that which we want, acting as if we already possess it. And so we're sending the signal into the superconscious field of desire mixed with emotion. Einstein even said, look, there's only two things in the universe. There's information and there's energy. Everything that has been created, everything that you look at from a skyscraper to an automobile to whatever, anything that's been created has been created twice, once in the imagination and once in the physical reality. Yeah. Right. So, true. so the mind does not know the difference between imagination and reality. And I like to use the example sometimes of an Olympic athlete, right? Let's take uh, Michael Phelps, eight-time gold medal winner, right? How many times do you think Michael Phelps has imagined breaking the world record? Probably every day. <laughs> every day and multiple times a day, constantly, right? Mm. Being in that place, imagining breaking the next world record you know mm. swimming touching the wall seeing the scoreboard oh it's a new world record feeling the crowd go nuts people jumping up and down oh it's amazing right the emotion so information is the intention or the desire to break the world record then it's mixed with the emotion of that that's the juice that's the energy and those two together manifest the reality so from the field of infinite possibilities, you're actually collapsing the one possibility into your reality. That really is the science of the infinite possibilities that exist through our focus, intention, emotion. We are collapsing the field into one possibility that we get to experience. Nice. So, so your magnetic mind uh, method, this is, this is your sort of staple, your, your signature way of helping people uh, achieve achieve the, the life that they want w would you be able to give us it's five steps right five steps yes would you be able to give us like a bit of an overview yeah yeah i'll give them to you real quick step number one i'm gonna write these down yeah step number one is you need to have a true choice a true choice true goal all right true desire and the definition of a true choice is that it's not a stepping stone unto something else like 
you know, if you were going to tell me, hey, my true choice is to have a really successful business so that I can have financial freedom and time freedom and all that kind of stuff, I would ask you, having a successful business can get you those things, but the business may not be your true choice. The true choice is the experience of abundance. The true choice is the experience of having more than enough. The true choice is really having what you want. The business, having a successful business may just cause you frustration and mm. struggle, right? So we have to be really clear on what a true choice is. And when we ask, why do you want that? Like, if you tell me what your choice is or your desires and why do you want that? The answer needs to be just because I want it, just because I would love to have it. So let's talk about health, right? Why would you want optimal health and vitality? The answer needs to be, well, I just would love to experience amazing, abundant, infinite health and vitality. I would just love to have that experience. And if that's the answer, that's a true choice. Let's, you know, weight loss. Every year, New Year's resolutions, people say, hey, I'm going to lose 20, 30 pounds this year, right? By February 14th in the United States, they're eating chocolate and all the resolutions have been lost. Yeah. Why is that? Because weight loss is not the true choice. What weight loss will bring you, how I look in the mirror. Maybe I attract my ideal mate because I lost 30 pounds or I feel better in my body. There's something else. Weight loss is not the true choice. Mm. The experience of having better health and looking better or whatever your clothes fitting better, whatever that is, that's the true choice. And we have to get to the true choice. What, what are some of you, because this is this part here, this start, this step one, this is the part I find that most people struggle with the most, you know, um, you know, some people use similar starting points, whether it be find your core values, you know, um, work on your vision, work on your, you know, your mission, all these types of things. And I often find, and, and for me personally as well, I found this can be potentially the, the hardest part, um, particularly for someone who's like a bit like myself, who's a bit like a perfectionist. And, and I know, cause I, you know, this is what I teach, but I, I know that whether you, you know, if you have a vision or you have a goal that they can change, it doesn't, you know, it's not set in stone. If you, if you have, if you have an idea, it may change next year based on your experiences, mm -hmm. but what was some top tips to help people really def define clearly what they want? Because it's so, so we, easy for people to become biased about what they've seen on telly, what their friends are doing, what they've seen in the media right. Right. and to actually completely set aside all of that and be completely, um, you know, uh, identifying of yourself. What is it? I, like you said, what do I really want? Right. So here's where it happens, right? The only power that we have in life is the power to choose. You think about it from the moment you wake up in the morning, you choose what time you're going to wake up, choose what you're going to wear, choose if you're going to brush your teeth or not, right? Choose if you're going to drive the car, or take the bus, choose what you're going to do. Choice, 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 choice creates the reality or choices have consequences, right? So we have four core creative stances that I want to share with your audience. I choose to live my true nature and purpose. I choose to live my true nature and purpose. And whatever that means, it's all encompassing. It is a true end result. Because a lot of people say, I would love, I would love. See, love is the key word. I would love to live my true nature and purpose. So I'm just going to choose to do that. I choose to be the predominant creative force in my life. 
it's a choice. I choose to be the predominant creative force in my life. I choose to live the life I love. I choose to live the life I love. I choose to be healthy and vital. And when we make those choices and we put them into the field and we don't try to solve the problem of how that's going to happen, we don't need to worry about how, we need to worry about what. And two of my favorite questions in life, I think that are two most important questions is, number one, who am I? And number two is, what do I want? But not a choice based on, let's say, consensus. I'm not worried. I'm not focused on what are my parents going to think? What are my friends going to think? What is social media going to think? What does everybody else think? It doesn't matter. You have to choose what you love. You have to choose what you just want just because you want it. No story, no rationalization, no excuse. You need to do regularly. This is the trick, isn't it? Because this is where I think a lot of people also, this is why like, like you mentioned news resolutions, you know, and we, we see this a lot. And it's something that what we try and do at LPT is, is bring everyone back to their vision, back to their goals on, on a very regular basis, not just once a year. <laughs> no, <laughs> it has to be daily, right? From so, a neuroscience yeah. point of view, we, we talked a little bit about neuroscience before. Can you share with the listener why that, that repetition is so important? Yeah, because we actually now on camera can see the brain actually making new connections. So synaptic connections that once were, let's say when you're in a meditative state and you're listening to new information, you're in the emotion, let's say, of choices or the end result, you're in that love place. We can actually film the brain now making new connections, releasing old connections. And that's what the neuroplasticity of the brain is. The brain actually changes, Mm -hmm. right? And that truly is the identity changing. How do you go from a place of I'm not good enough to I am good enough? I'm not capable to I am capable. I'm not worthy to I am worthy. That's the neuroplasticity. That's the identity that's actually shifting. And you're absolutely right. You got to do this more than once a year. You know, I, I think you need some quiet time. And the problem is we're listening to too much listening to social media, listening to friends. What are they like? What is that person like? Or maybe I should like that. Or maybe I should. No, none of that matters. That which you seek, you possess already. It's inside. It's not Mm. out there. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned choices because, you know, we we base our choices on information. There's so much information being thrown at us now that we're just not giving ourselves enough time to make our own choices, are we? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, a lot of people come to me and they say, you know, how do I figure out my purpose? How do I figure out my plan? How do I figure out this vision? My answer simply is you need to listen. You need to listen to your own being, not everything external, not everything outside. We need to spend time listening to our own super conscious self. Mm. It's trying to speak to us, but we have so much noise going on. We can't hear it. Yeah. Right. So let's get to step two. <laughs> yeah. So two choice. Step two is we need to create a structural tension. The mind needs to resolve tension. And we create the tension between what we want and the way it is now. So we create a tension between true choice, true desire. What would it be like? What's it like to have the true choice? And what's it like now? So we create this tension between the two because the mind is going to want to resolve that tension. Okay. 
And the key part of this is not to make a value judgment on the way it is now. A lot of us think, oh, the future is going to be better. I want to suggest that the future is not going to be better. It's just going to be different. And when we hold that idea, we can detach from the current reality. Because mm -hmm. if we say the current reality is worse or not as good as the future reality, we're putting that energy in that this is better than this. And we have to hold it's not better. It's just different. Mm -hmm. You're just going to have a different experience than you are having now. So the current reality is not bad. It's not terrible. It's not something that it's just what is because what, why is, is that distinction so important? Gunther? Why is that distinction that we make it not better, but different? because when we put that better or worse thing in there, we anchor ourselves in the current reality, right? We, we, we anchor to the identity by saying this is not good. This is not yeah. right. Cause we have yeah. to understand that whatever is right now, we created that too. Hmm. So it's taking a responsibility that for whatever the conditions are right now, whatever we see, and sometimes it's traumatic, it's abuse, it's all kinds of different things that are in the current reality that we would ask, well, I would never create that for myself. The truth in the quantum physical world is that, yes, you did. And that's a hard step sometimes for people to get through that. Actually, I am responsible for everything that I'm experiencing right now mm. because nice. you, you already are super conscious. And it's the choices that have been made through a life stream that have created the reality and the circumstances that we're experiencing right now. So when we can get out of judgment or out of the emotion of judgment, and we kind of become the observer, and we just see what is. From that place, we have infinite power because we're just saying, okay, that's the way it is right now. I've created this situation. And in this moment, I choose something else. I choose. something. Yeah. Different. That's a topic that comes up a lot on this podcast is, you know, that the power of it's like a superpower being the object, being objective and, and having that self-awareness. So like for, for a lot of our, our LPT members, you know, it, it's often nutrition based and eating the, the wrong foods and self-sabotaging and, and mm -hmm. so in, in, in that case, you know, just being able to step out and say, well, why did I eat that? Why did I, why am I, why is that behavior consistently coming up? And sometimes, and then that, once you develop that skill though, and once you start asking those questions regularly and, and start, you know, um, self-examining, you know, yeah. yourself, it kind of becomes kind of fun in a way because you're like right. you learn about yourself and then you you know this is where the journaling helps and just kind of like writing stuff down and then it's 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 a fun process because that's when that's when personal development you know you, you really see the value in it yeah i just want to caution in that we don't have to solve a problem we don't have to fix something because we're not broken right so the awareness mm. is not to find the problem the awareness is just to see what is Yes. Not to make a judgment Not about to it. Not to judge it as a problem. Yeah. Yeah. It's just purely what is. You're just yeah. observing it, right? Yeah. And from that observation, we choose what we love. That's a really good point, actually, for, for our LPT members, because I, I, I'm going to remember that one myself, because if you're labeling, let's say it is, you know, oh, I'm drink, eating too much chocolate or whatever it is, and, you, and you're labeling that consistently as a problem, as an issue, then your attention is making that a bigger issue. 
<laughs> what you focus on, what you focus on grows. Mm. Right. So if we're focused, let's take the chocolate thing. I can't, can't keep myself from eating chocolate. It's such a problem. What am I going to do to not eat so much chocolate or be addicted to chocolate or whatever it is? Right. And you're just focused on that. The problem grows. Mm. So step out of the problem solving reality and move over into what's the true choice. The true choice would be I nourish my body with the best substances for me. Yeah. I always easily effortlessly choose what's best for me. Okay. I like that. So let's stay with this. So then how do you create the structural tension based on that example? Because the structural tension is my true choice would be that I just naturally live my true nature and purpose. And I nourish my body with that, which is perfect and right for me. And the way it is now is I seem to be addicted to chocolate. I seem to be reaching for the sugary sweets and things like that. It's causing me weight gain or whatever. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's the structural tension. This is what I want. This is the way it is now. Mm, nice. No, Step no three. Judgment. Yeah. No judgment. I'm not right. I'm not wrong. I'm not bad. I'm not good. There's no, it's just what is. Yeah. This is what I want. This is the way it is now. Right. Sure. So that's step two, structural tension. Three is getting into the emotion of the end result. This is the power. This is the juice. What does it feel like to have the true choice? What does it feel like to experience the true desire? Right. When you get into your imagination and you get into that true choice, let's say, you know, I nourish my body with the best substances. I can find, I always choose what's best for me. I always choose what's right for me. What does that feel like? Well, it probably feels powerful. You feel invincible. You feel invigorated. You feel energetic. You feel alive. You feel, so you get into the emotion of that end result of having the true choice that you want. Just what does it feel like? And you let the imagination just be there and experience it for as long and as often as you can. Because that is sending that vibration into the infinite field, letting superconscious know that this is what I desire. And this is a visualization technique that you use or just taking some time out just to close your eyes and just, just feel it. Just feel it. Yeah. Just like the Olympic athlete is seeing yeah. themselves winning. Right. Yeah. And there's not a formal process. I don't want to tell someone, Oh, this is how you do it. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Just, just feel it. Yeah. No, that's the thing, isn't it? Sometimes with self personal development, it's almost like coaches and, and you know, like to overcomplicate things by having sort of seven steps and for this and five steps for this. And, right. and then sometimes it's just doesn't need to be that complicated. Yeah. So the imagination is kind of like a muscle. You got to use it a little bit. Okay. You got to use the muscle of imagination and boy, you get better at it. A lot of people yeah. have trouble in the beginning imagining, mm. you know, so you got to practice a little bit, you know, let's go step four. In. Step four is we do a magnetic mind recode. It takes about 15 minutes yep. where, where we talk or myself as a coach, I would talk to your superconscious. I would ask your superconscious to say, do you see the true choice? Do you see that desire? Yes. Okay. I connect into your field. Do you see it? Do you see the resistance? We go through all different kinds of angles to bring any resistance to the true choice up into your active experience. And we ask superconscious to treat that resistance. We don't need to know what it is. We don't need to know the details. We don't need to know where it came from. We don't need to know anything. We just ask that highest and best version of ourselves. Do you see what I want? Do you see the resistance to having what I want? Yes. 
Can you treat it? Can you, can you download an update to my subconscious program? Meaning, can you shift my identity so that I become congruent with the desired reality? Right. Superconscious says, yes, of course I can do that. I can do anything. <laughs> wow. So then it does it. And that's different than the regular personal development space where we're trying to recode the subconscious with conscious mind. That takes a long time. I'm not saying it can't happen. It just takes longer. It's more difficult. Yeah. And it's done through willpower. It's done through our own energy and effort. When we go to the super conscious level and we ask for what we want, we get it. And super consciousness goes in, doesn't update to the subconscious programming. And what see the subconscious programming served us. It was there to protect us. It was there to keep us from pain. But when we find ourselves in the power position of a new choice, the existing program may not serve us any longer. So we're just choosing to update the code. We're just choosing to update the program, just like Windows. But 10. you've had some, some pretty awesome results from this, right? Yeah. In, in the magnetic mind method, we've had people, we've had one gentleman actually restore his sight his vision. So wow. somehow the identity was that I can't see and the identity shifted and moved to a place where now he can see. We've Amazing. had people that have been paralyzed in a wheelchair, um, leave their wheelchair because the identity. Shifted. Really? So yeah. Whether you're talking about, and I'm not making any promise. Okay. Hear that loud and clear. I'm not promising anything. I'm just telling you some things that have anyone happened. listening, thinking, ah, this sounds a bit great. Like I, I would love you to start you know, going on your own journey and, and learning. I mean, Joe Dispenza's one, one, the I, one author I've just blew me away. Um, are there any books, resources that, that you recommend people? Well, he, he wrote the book, you are the placebo, right? You're the, you're the placebo. So the, the mind power over our biology, okay? When you think of the creative process, the quantum physical process, the mind has power over the cells. The mm. mind has the power. You know, we have the gut brain, we have the brain up here. And some people are saying we have a third brain in the heart. Okay, so we got to, you know, that you always say, oh, I had a gut feeling. Gut feelings are real. There's yeah. the gut brain there. And, the, you know, through the vagus nerve, the gut is talking to the brain all the time. There's a huge communication channel going on. And some people now are saying even that there's a heart brain and that the three are really working together. Yeah, I think the, 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 the link between the, the brain, the body is just we are so far as a, as a society, we're so far off understanding just the true power. It's just unreal. Yeah. Um, I always remember when I did my neuroscience course and there was a story about how I think it was a, a builder or someone on a building site who had a nail um, go through his shoe and yeah. got, you know, went to, have you heard this and went, went, yeah. went to the hospital. He was screaming in pain. <laughs> it didn't even make it even halfway through the shoe it never even touched his body right. but the the thought of that nail going through the shoe and going through his foot was enough to put him in that pain that's so the power of the mind the right power of the create, mind it can create the, the the pain response and that's why i teach sometimes that look our emotions are not real our thoughts are not real they're truly illusions just mm -hmm. like that it was an illusion it was not real 
but yeah. yet the pain we experience it as real we we think it's real but in reality it's not real it's just a thing and when we take that observer stance we can observe it for what it is and we can actually see like take fear right fear has been told it's false evidence appearing real right fear. yeah because how many times have we been anxious or nervous about something that never happens well, for many people all the time, <laughs> all the time. Right. Yeah. And so moving into that observer position and saying, really, okay, where, where is this anxiousness coming from? Mm. But look, you have to have some quiet time to do that. You can't have the music blaring at you all the time mm. or the noise of the world blaring at you all the time. You know, it's sometimes we have to have silence. Sometimes yeah. we have to truly be in quiet to hear our own higher consciousness speaking to us well let's um I, this is i've really enjoyed this uh i think i'd love to do a, a follow-up um to, i could talk to you all yeah. day let me just chat the fifth let's step. do number five let's get number, number five five then. is just taking the next obvious action okay this is the important part because it informs super conscious that you're serious about your choice so at the end of a recode we just say Okay, what's what's the next obvious action that you might take to move towards that desired choice, desire, goal, whatever it is? What's the next obvious action step? And so in health, it could be a simple thing. You know, my true choice is to have optimal health and vitality. The true choice might be to drink more water. I mean, I, the, the action step, the obvious action might be you need to drink more water because we need to be hydrated. Mm. It might be two choices. I'm going to change my diet and I'm going to eat less fast food. I'm going to eat more organic food. It could be a very small thing, but it's an obvious action step that aligns you to the true choice. And as you move through this and you do more recodes and you get rid of the resistance that's in the way of having the true choice, the action steps become a little bit larger. Okay. Yeah. So baby yeah. steps, right? Yeah. And that that's just the fifth step. We need to take aligned obvious action love it love it I, I i love the simplicity of how you've put those five together as well um what where can so what how can people if they want to do, have a recode is that something that you you offer yeah i do so there's two places people can go one is uh, my main site is dreamlifemasters.com so dreamlifemasters with an s.com and I got some free stuff on there. You can get a morning ritual program, a PDF you can download there. Uh, you can also jump on my webinar that I do on a regular basis just to get more of the science where we have more time to explain everything. Yeah. And then there's another website called Quest for the Quan, Q-U-E-S-T-F-O-R-T-H-E. Q-U-A-N, so spelled out, questforthequan.com. And why do I say Quan? If you remember the movie, Jerry Maguire? Yeah. You remember Cuba Gooding Jr.? Yeah. Yeah. What did he want? He wanted the Quan. Okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what was the Quan? The Quan was everything. He wanted respect, love, I remember money. That. I love that. Yeah. Everything, right? <laughs> so everybody needs to go back and watch Jerry Maguire. And oh, that's a great, Cuba. that's a great scene as well. <laughs> it's a great scene, right? Help me, help you, show me the money, Fantastic. Jerry. You know, and it's, it wasn't just the money, it was the yeah. everything. Yeah. You know, his his wife, his kids, the respect, the love, the power, the money, the, it was the Quan. It was everything. Right. Yeah. And so that's what we mean. Quest for the Quan. I'd be happy to do a one on one recode session with anybody in your audience. It's massively discounted on that link. 
Uh, it's usually $397. You can get it for $109. And I spend an hour and a half with you really going over true choice. And we do a one-on-one -on -one session. And so you can feel what a recode does. You can feel the shift actually for yourself. Um, it's something everybody should experience at least once. Yeah, I definitely recommend listeners to, to jump on that. Um, yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed enjoyed this chat. It's been awesome. And um, what I'll do is I'll, I'll put those links in the show notes as well. Okay. And, you know, so listeners can, can find out. And then, so, yeah, I mean, um, is there any anything else that you want to share before you go? Gunther? It's the main thing of acting as if. We need to be it in order to see it. And everything that you love and desire already exists in the field of infinite possibilities. And we just need to focus on it like a laser beam and draw it into our present moment experience. And as soon as it passes through the present moment, it becomes part of our past. When it comes into our past, it, it's called evidence, right? So we yeah. bring that desire, that true choice into our present field. It goes into our past, it becomes evidence. That's what shifts the identity. And when you can turn thoughts into things, what else do you need to know? No, fantastic. Some great, great way to end. Um, yeah, like I said, love to love to go into some other areas sometime. It's just been really awesome chatting to you. So thanks again for your time, Gunther, and um, we'll catch up again soon. All right. My pleasure. Thank you, Matt.